Okay, so we just did most of the relevant recapping off mic this yeah, time. Yeah, why'd we um, do that? Which ended up being good, because it took us about 40 minutes to get around to it, so, you know. Oh my god, it uh, did. <laughs> yeah, Addison, your food's almost here already. No, I, I got like 40 minutes till it gets here. But it's okay. We're not in any hurry today. In fact, we were sitting down to play the first of what I'm sure will be several sessions. We're going to see if we can't just bang out the rest of this arc today. It may happen, it may not, but we're going to get in the space. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to have a great time doing it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Also, maybe a bad time because this is a Monster of the Week game. Ha, All right, Alex. Ha, 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 ha. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Oh, you should write that down. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah, that sounds pretty solid, right? Yeah, right. Sounds that like down. a. Anyway. Yeah, it's. Uh quality literature right there i'm sure i'll remember it tomorrow definitely Uh, not plagiarism (laughs) super not plagiarism so when we last left off you all had given me a uh, a very wonderful cinematic button on the end of a scene that i finally decided to accept but you are in the outskirts of the woods at a construction site where you have just witnessed the aftermath of a treant attack essentially if you want to call it an attack some people might just call it justice and i wouldn't disagree with them <laughs> treant justice defending treant justice it's that's my new folk album it's self-defense <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's very defensible action here that happened i don't think any court would convict them also because they're literal trees so that is where you find yourselves do we just want to pick up the scene right here do we want to uh, rewind or fast forward any I'm good with picking it up right I'm ready here. To leap into the fray. I'm ready to do it. All right, let's jump on in. What do you do? Looks like these construction workers barked up the wrong tree. There's the part of the Law and Order music where that comes in and it's like, uh-huh. it like oh, rocks good, out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the part. And then it's like Mariska Hargitay, and I'm like, yeah, baby. (laughs) My what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is ridiculous, and I love it. So games. Games. Yeah, Mm -hmm. games. Yeah. We're in it. Martha actually said that. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Why am I surprised by that? All right. She didn't have any sunglasses on, but she still made the the motion to take off her sunglasses. Oh, that's okay. Siobhan has several pairs. Okay, yeah, that's right. Siobhan takes off one of her many sunglasses. Mariah puts her hands in her pockets and just kind of nods, like, nods and under her breath goes, like, fuck yeah. Because establishment, you know? Did you you guys want to jump back into this scene just so you could all crack some jokes and describe your body language? Or do you want to They probably probably should have leafed this area alone. (laughs) It was so bad! You want to take oh another crack? Honey, I Siobhan? trunk the kids. <laughs> Siobhan, you want to take uh, another crack at that one? or They probably should have leafed these trees alone. You're right, you're, that one was a lot better. You're really, you're really set on the leafed one, huh? Okay. Um. Uh, so wow, this Alex... is all trunked up. <laughs> no jokes from Mariah. Just She's just happy to see, uh, see the tools of government infrastructure thwarted. Um. <laughs> of course. Now, do we see any dead people? I see dead uh, people. You, okay, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> so, yeah, if you see, if you see does dead people, see that's dead like people? a personal. That's a personal spooky decision. Um, but you don't see any dead bodies. Okay. 
Do we see their souls? That doesn't necessarily mean anything because much of the evidence is partially subsumed by trees anyway. How do trees eat bodies? I'm not saying nobody died. I'm just saying you don't see any dead bodies. Trees do eat people sometimes. We have a whole episode. Do they just do the thing where they like rapidly decompose them? Yeah. Oh. Alex once woke me up in the middle of the night with a text message about what if trees were breaking into coffins <laughs> to take bodies. Oh my god. I'm just saying, I'm just saying matter can't be created or destroyed and the trees are probably hungry. She truly woke me up in the middle of the night with that text message. It was terrifying. This is horrifying. Alex, what are you doing? <laughs> Trying to run a horror game, but you didn't want to talk about this off mic, so here we are. <laughs> Okay, so actually, back in the back in the fray, um, you know there probably were um, a lot of construction zones tend to operate at night, um, and yeah. I don't know when these trees decided to move in, but that probably does mean there were some folks in there. Right. Um. So. Uh, Go in and like try and save them, right? Uh, that seems we? like the thing to do. Uh, they're complicit, Siobhan. They're complicit, but also, like, if we don't do anything, we are condemning them to a horrible tree death. No, I'm kidding. We shouldn't let them die in the trees, but, like... Suffer at the hands of justice, not tree death. Right, because, you know, justice has worked super well for us so far. We need to have faith in the system. That's all we have. Okay. <laughs> I think you're forgetting who you're talking to. Anyway. Captain America, Civil War. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so there's not really much. This is Addison speaking. There's not really much Mar- Mariah can do. I'm just trying to think. I'm like, I got a butterfly knife. That's not going to do much here. Can we look around yeah, for dead people? Or people that are going to be dead by these trees? We're all dying someday. Um, I see two in front of me that are about to be dead. Maybe one day eventually, (laughs) not about. (laughs) All right. um, I think we should perhaps do something. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and try and find some trapped folks. See if there's any left alive. Yeah. Okay, how do you plan on doing that? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and run over to, like, the nearest encroaching tree okay see if i can see anybody in there or like maybe Um, like half in there sure i think before you do that as you run up to the tree i am what what are you planning on doing when you get to the tree do you have a weapon out do you have any sort of like tool in hand no i'm just running to see if there is something and then or someone and then i'll i'll figure out then you'll fight a tree (laughs) yeah oh you better not fight that tree i'm not gonna fight the tree I think as you start approaching this tree, you begin to hear that low rumbling sound again, and the branches do rustle a bit. It's not, like, actively moving to harm you, but in the same way, like, a dog might growl if you start running toward it without warning. Mm -hmm. Um, This thing is showing what could be interpreted as defensive qualities. Siobhan, be careful. They're scared of people, and, like, rightly so. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, rightly so, but we can't just not try and help people in there. Um, okay, well, I'm going to come down 
because I think they know that I'm not a threat. So I'm going to okay. go down after Siobhan. You're just walking over toward the tree? Siobhan is not waiting. She's going to continue to like slower walk in, but still go. Yeah. Sure. I mean, as, so as you're walking towards the trees, I don't think you see anything from like just a distance. Um, again, the scene is that you see several of these trees with like mangled pieces of construction equipment twined up in Mm-hmm. They're sort of trunks and lower branches situation. It's very much like a things being engulfed and growing around and like crushing between the, mm-hmm. you know, bowels of themselves. So it's not like a, you know, here is a tree chewing on a piece of construction yes. equipment and then picking up another one and chewing. On, yes. Like that's not how this is working. Um, so it's kind of difficult to distinguish any of what you're seeing at first anyway. Right. Um, why don't you roll an investigative roll to see if you can, like, maybe a read a bad situation? That's a four. Okay. You have no idea where to begin. You don't necessarily feel comfortable assuming there isn't anyone in danger here, but you also can't, you have no idea where to even look. You're not getting any signs from anywhere. Sure. Hmm. I don't... But you do get some more experience, so... Yeah, I don't see anybody. I don't, I don't know, it's hard to tell. Right. Can't really get a good sense of what's going on. It's, it's like, um... <laughs> lost for words. It's like you can't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was... Why is there a goat here? I don't... Uh, huh? <laughs> But, I mean, clearly they're acting out because they're getting cut down. Do we know... All right, maybe I'm wrong. Like, trees aren't my area of expertise, per se. But, if I'm not mistaken, trees don't usually... uh, Usually attack their... uh, Attack their oppressors so directly. No, usually they're pretty stationary. Yeah, so there's something going on here. Not that they're not... Not that their behavior isn't, you know, warranted, but the fact that it's happening at all is a little unusual. So something is making these trees do this. Or making them able to or do it. Yes, make, make them able to, I guess. Yeah. Yes, that is the more accurate interpretation. Because, like, let's be real. I think if most trees could knock out a few, like, bulldozers, they would. I mean... Like, same. So then what is making these trees do this? Martha, do you know? I have... see anything? I mean, it's not making them do it. They have free will. Well, yeah, but what's helping them do this then? Whatever, terminology. I honestly don't know. I mean, when I connected with them, it was like a big mass of trees all interconnected that I I don't know it's like one big consciousness I don't think that makes any sense but um, that's how it felt Uh, I I didn't really get anyone on the other side like telling them to do anything well maybe it's time that we then pay a trip to the mayor that could be in order this is 
this is his construction site, right? He kind of gave the go-ahead. They're doing this because they're encroaching on the land. We need to tell him to stop. Otherwise, they're just going to keep losing, potentially, people out here. I don't know if losing people is a high priority for Mayor Slefton. Or, uh, you know, something he would worry about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Addison interjection. Last time Mariah sure. saw the mayor, uh, it was after attempting mm-hmm. to blackmail him. Uh, yes. So, perhaps if some of us are going to the mayor, maybe I can scurry on back to my library. Oh. Not because it's going to be awkward, but, like, because jail. I mean, I mean, yeah, that is a very that is a very real concern. And, like, Mariah not only not even attempted to, actually, but did blackmail the mayor at the protest, but even before that at the town hall meeting, your other interaction with the mayor was loudly disrupting the meeting. Mm-hmm. So... Sure. And as much as it's like, uh, like, fuck the man, like, stick it to those in power who are abusing it, which is, of course, like, a whole MO, would perhaps prefer to take a more uh, underground role uh, this go-around? <laughs> perhaps aiding with books and knowledge i'm trying to think of a way that you could like still come along and not like uh be super at risk well i also need to go to the library i think at this point like i need to do a research okay yeah because all these trees right sure so i'm gonna interject for just a second Mm -hmm. Uh, this mystery has been so spread out that I think we are losing sight of a few things. So I just want to dial it back in real quick and maybe touch base with everybody and sort of recap what we know so far. Yes. Because as intended, there have been a few different lines of thinking you guys have had to pursue all sort of simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with a mystery called Forest for the Trees, there is a reason for that, right? Yes. The whole idea of this thing is that the scope of it is so much that it's difficult to see what you're looking at. So let's just take a second to look at those things. Yes. On the table. When first investigating these trees moving in the first place, Mm -hmm. one of the first things that Mariah found out through an investigation was that the trees are being animated by magic somehow. Mm -hmm. Some large reserve of magic. Now, I think you all have gotten to the point where you are acting on a correct assumption, even if none of you have directly articulated it yet, which is that these trees are not being controlled, they are being enabled. Mm -hmm. So there is that information in your corner. These trees are, for whatever reason, being um, activated or animated or enabled or sort of mobilized, but not necessarily specifically being directed, Mm -hmm. which is something that Martha has also picked up on, right? When tapping into the trees, you got the idea that there was this sort of self-same consciousness among them, but not that there was an ulterior motive directly manipulating the way that they're acting yeah so you know that you know also about this construction thing going on however when it was or rather before even the event of this mystery you know that nobody has seen the mayor in quite some time so if you were planning on going directly to the mayor's revenant residence um i'll just go ahead and spare you the time and say you probably won't find him there Right. Part of the whole reason that this mail situation happened is because it's being misdelivered. He's not receiving at his regular address. And so, like, something is going on here. He, he has not been seen in town. So, 
if you're looking for him, you're going to have to probably do some more legwork first in the investigative side Wait, of things. Wait, can I use my friends on the net? <laughs> sure, that's definitely something you can do. I haven't used my friends on the net in so long. I just got so excited. Not since the last time you dealt with the mayor. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair. We could also go to his house and maybe find out some things there. Sure. So those are all options available to you. I just don't want you to like think you're going to kick down the mayor's door at 11 p.m. and then be disappointed when that doesn't work the way you were anticipating. Fair. But with that information in mind, what do you want to do? What is your next move? It is late at night. Um, it's not like this is immediately going to have any more consequences than the consequences that are already extant. If you want to do something else to try to investigate the situation of whether or not there are people to be saved in this scenario, like, that's fine. If you just want to say, like, well, we tried, and then move on, like, that option is also available to you. But these are sort of the factors that you're dealing with right now, and I think this is knowledge that your characters would all have as you're weighing these consequences. Right. I mean, we just uncovered something big, and I know Martha would want to continue to dive into it. Um, whether that's through research or through, like, going to Slufton's house. Um, sure. Yeah. Or trying to search through these letters a bit more. Because Siobhan... Wait, did you only make uh, copies of the um, the plans? Like, the building plans? Or did you copy the letters as well? To answer the copies question, I know that Siobhan made copies of the building plans. There was only one letter. I believe Siobhan just took it because there was not a way oh, to reseal okay. it. Uh, no, I, there was a way to reseal it. You said I could reseal it with another envelope. Oh, that's right. You put it in another envelope and put it back. Uh-huh. So did you make a copy of that one as well? or? No, I, I didn't make okay. a copy. I just read it. Okay, so that's the situation then. Okay, gotta, gotta do some stuff. <laughs> Got to do some stuff indeed. That was, that was Addison, but it's okay. Yeah, and that was Andrew, so... Oh, dang. All right, all dunk. Okay, so... Yeah, we're on the same page. Love it. So, I'd like to send my girl back to the library. Okay. Can I get a ride? <laughs> yeah, get in. Thanks. And then I get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Martha, are you returning with everybody, or are you staying out here in the woods? Um. Well... Do we have any plans to do anything after? Like, like if we drop off Mariah, are we going to all stay there? Or are we going to, are Siobhan and I going to go off and do something else? It is 11 let's, o'clock at night, right? Yeah. I That's was true. Say, maybe let's like meet up in the morning. That's true. I forgot it was so late. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'll get in because this is quite a ways out. Yes, it is. It's pretty. All right. What do they listen to on the radio on the drive back? Nothing. Just silence. Oh. Yikes. Oh, no. Is there a song about trees? I mean, <laughs> yes. Right? Probably. There has Probably. To be. Yeah, there has to be. If we want to get, like, real loose with it, Linda Ronstadt's different drum has the line, you can't see the forest for the trees. Ooh. Nice. But it's not a song, like, about trees. 
Sure. I mean, I was going to suggest... Maybe just... It's not quite the same. I was just going to suggest The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I was going to say something by Fleetwood Mac, yeah. Like, listen to the wind blow, watch the sunrise, run in the shadows. Ooh. Or just silence. I guess we just listen to silence. Silence feels totally appropriate as well, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no fair. All right. So that's your night. You go your different ways. Um, What's the plan in the morning? Going into hacker mode. By that I mean going on my computer. Okay. Are you all meeting up first thing in the morning or are there things that you're doing individually first? Oh, I figured I was going to hacker mode before I met up. Okay. Um, so if we're meeting uh, at, let's like... Let's do that, then. Yeah, so can we, like, decide that we want to, like, meet at, like, noon or something? So we mm-hmm. have the morning to do stuff? I'm into that. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a reasonable game plan. Insert. The night before, as Mariah is being dropped off at the library. All right, guys. See you at noon tomorrow. And then... All right. Yep. See you. <laughs> <laughs> um, where gonna... are we meeting at? I mean, where else? Exactly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, so I want to contribute to Mariah Harris canon a little bit, um, and just sure. establish that this is literally just a very silly thing that makes me smile. Establish that when it's time for her to use her computer, uh, she, when she logs into it, she, like, tippy-tippy-taps, puts in her login info, and every time kind of whispers to herself, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course she, she does. She wants to be a cool hacker so bad, you guys. <laughs> she loves it. So... Um, gonna reach out to some of my same friends on the net as last time, actually, which means I'm gonna have to remind me of the, yeah, remind me of the flavor text for your friends on the net. Uh, so I know a lot of people on the internet. When I contact a net friend to help me with a mystery, I have to roll charm on a 10 plus they're available and helpful on a seven to nine. They're prepared to help, but it's going to take some time or I'm going to have to do part of it myself. And then on a miss, I burn some bridges and I lose some internet friends. Okay. Got it. Okay, so I guess I'm gonna hop into a chat room. <laughs> sure. Maybe, like, a chat room dedicated to uh, usurping corrupt government officials. Love it. And I can, all right, like, tippy-tippy-tap out, like, uh... I'm trying to think of how she'd start this, because Hey There Friends isn't quite right. Fellow comrades? Yeah. All right, what's up, comrades? <laughs> I have, um, what's up, comrades? I'm looking for... Hey, comrades. <laughs> Has anyone heard a peep out of Mayor Slupton lately? I know it's been a bit since we did that whole thing. By the way, thanks for that. Uh, and he hasn't been spotted in a bit, and I'm not really sure. None of us are sure exactly where he's gone. And I would love some help tracking him down if anyone has heard any whispers through the network here, or if anybody has, uh, if anyone can get into his email account for me again, that would be just 10 out of 10. Okay, go ahead and roll. Mm -hmm. Let me roll my 2d6 here. I have to pull up because I don't have a physical one. I have to pull up a little. There we go. Understandable. Okay, it's not awful. But that's an what is it's it? an eight, so that's going to be a mixed okay. success. So a mixed success is going to take some time. Yeah, right. And you're going to have to do some of it yourself. Yes. All but right. I didn't so, lose an internet friend, which is good. So you end up waiting for several minutes mm-hmm. until somebody finally replies and says, "This feels awfully familiar." LOL. 
Okay, true. Someone else responds and says, someone else responds and says, yeah, didn't we go through this already? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Heard that case didn't go so hot. Okay, do you want to make, do you want to make, do you want to cast aspersions or do you want to help? One sec, lol, working on it. Thanks. Someone else hops back and says, uh, gonna have to be more specific. What are you looking for exactly? Um, any discussion of where he's at, why he isn't in Revenant, and where he's been. Okay. Um, I think a few people chime into the chat at this point, basically to the effect that the reason why he's in Revenant is not particularly interesting to them. That seems kind of like a given, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as where he's been, someone says, can't get to it right now, busy working on dot 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 my own thing, but we'll check it out later. Thanks. And then I log off. Okay. All right. So it's going to take some time, but that's a good start. Excuse me. That's a good start. It's not nothing. It's not so nothing. we'll consider it a success. Thanks. A mixed success, as it were. As it were. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Back on the net. Haven't been Hacker Mariah in quite some time. So. Martha, what are you up to this morning? Um, I was going to fill in Ben on okay. the situation and then um have him come meet with us okay because he great. he knows his plants <laughs> this is like a plant thing right that's like in your wheelhouse right yeah ben, uh, ben knows yeah. plants so he definitely knows good strategy magic trees exactly yeah, They're plants. i mean that seems like a natural or natural next step that's probably what his master's was in right yeah magic trees. yeah oh yeah yeah you know <laughs> i just thought maybe like he would have something i don't know no that's a that's a very good instinct actually and you should follow it um cool so where do you want to meet up with ben or do you want to just like hand wave that happening so you don't have to spend time explaining Uh, like this is what's going on yeah let's just meet up he's filled in and then we're at the diner great perfect um so director o'shaughnessy yes you are i'm assuming going into work no 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 where are you going I am going into the diner a little bit early. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is your Keeper speaking. Thanks so much for tuning in yet again to A Horror Borealis. As always, we are thrilled to have you and delighted by your patience as we struggle to figure out the answers to the same things we've been asking for six episodes. I promise we get there very soon. But hey, why wait? Pledging even just a dollar a month to the Cryptid Keeper on Patreon gets you access to the rest of this arc and then some, as well as bonus content for the Cryptid Keeper podcast itself and all the other side projects we produce at various tiers. Your support, either promotional or financial, is what allows us to keep producing the show and to keep improving it as we go. And goodness knows, sometimes we need it. As always, we are so, so grateful to everyone who takes the time to share the show, recommend it to their friends, live-tweet it, make incredible art with it, give us those choice memes, or however it is that the word is getting around and that you're interacting with the things that we do and the people that we are. We literally could not do this without you, and we wouldn't want to. But hey... If you are all caught up and need more listening but don't have the dollar to spare, there are plenty of amazing, totally free shows out there that you could be listening to as well. Like, for example, Asians Represent. 
Asians Represent celebrates Asian creators and diversity in the gaming community. Join the hosts Agatha Chang and Daniel Kwan as they discuss gaming, genre, and representation with their guests, and occasionally argue with each other to the sound of Agatha's beloved Airhorn app. They also recently started a really, really cool Dungeons & Dragons actual play adventure, which you should absolutely check out. If you want to hear more really, really cool Asian-inspired settings done right by people who understand what it means to celebrate that culture in an authentic way, you should be listening to their work, because it's really unbelievably cool. Or you could be listening to Character Creation Cast, which is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Brian Bolter create characters in multiple RPGs with prominent guests from the games community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth for a different game with new guests each series. They always take the time to reflect on the game, its design, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a really great Session Zero every week. Not to be confused with the Session Zero podcast, which is also awesome. And those are only a few of the wonderful shows available over on the OneShot Network. We're proud to say we are in really good company. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Warner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our excellent theme music. And I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show! Bye! I want to check in on Big Billy and see how his mayoral run is doing. Aw, that's nice. That's so sweet. Okay, so you go to the diner. Yeah. And I sit at the bar and say, hey, uh -huh. Billy, one coffee and a stack of pancakes, please. Coming right up. I'll, uh, I'll get on that for you. Thanks. How's the, uh, how's the campaign going? Oh, uh, well, it's going i i guess that doesn't um, sound I too promising i well you know i've, I've kind of had my hands full i haven't really had time to uh do as as much as i'd like in terms of mayoral you know i well, if i'm being honest i really don't have any idea what i'm doing here okay um, how so? I've never exactly run a political campaign in my, in my life, Siobhan, and this is kind of, uh, it's, it's, well, it's, it's a little bit much for, uh, for one guy to take on, maybe. Well, do you need, like, a campaign manager? <laughs> uh, tell you the truth, I haven't really had the time to think about it, but, uh, you know somebody? Well, I know somebody who is a big fan of yours and your cooking who recently is uh, out of a job and might be a little bit stir-crazy and needs something to keep him busy. <laughs> um, that's very good. That is really good. He, he kind of laughs and rubs the back of his neck a little bit and says, um, yeah, I... Maybe. Yeah, may maybe. Look, I mean, you've known Adam a longer time than I have, but he seems to be the kind of guy who would help you out if you asked him. You know, I know that po politics isn't 
really his thing, but he knows how to be organized and he knows what needs to happen for things to get done. So what else do you really need in a campaign manager other than a friend who's organized and will do anything for you? Billy kind of tries unsuccessfully to not smile quite as big as he is now smiling and uh, looks down at whatever task he's busying himself with, probably the coffee maker, and says, um, yeah, you, um, you're, you're, you're probably right. Least you could do is ask. If, you yeah. know, if you want to. Yeah, yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Thanks, Siobhan. Yeah, you mind if I hang out here? I'm meeting a few friends. Well, you did just order pancakes, so I hope you're sticking around to eat them. <laughs> There's nowhere else I would rather have them. <laughs> he, uh, he grins and claps a hand on your shoulder and says, let me go grab those for you. Thanks. And uh, walks to the back. And that's kind of all I want to do. Cool. Love it. Okay. So, um, I guess it's time for all of us to meet up then, if nobody else has any other business to get forward. Get out of the way first. Oh, hey, you guys have so. good timing. Hey! hey nice. nice! Did you just come back with those pancakes that Siobhan ordered? Or? Yeah. yeah, where's my heckin' pancakes? So Mariah comes in and kicks down the door and says, Billy, I need some breakfast pie. No. <laughs> <laughs> He just went to the back, so it will take him a minute. That's fair. She's not really in a... I don't know why I wanted her to kick in the door. That's, like, not really where we're at with Mariah right in this second, but it just felt good to me. I love it. I love the very strong energy of Mariah, like, feeling herself because she did, like, ten minutes of hacker work this morning. She feels really confident and cool. Like, later she's probably going to, like... Later she's probably going to, like, call Rita and be like, I'm going to take you out to dinner. She feels like, oh, <laughs> like a cool gal. <laughs> We're going to the diner because there's nowhere else. There's no other restaurant. <laughs> Except for Barnold's. Oh, he, he does run awesome. a restaurant. It's kind of. Does he? I thought it was two coffee pots. It, that well, was the last commodity. It is, never but. Met Barnold's. Yeah. I mean, he just we started serving. Sometimes he'll, order, sometimes he'll order pizza if you ask real nice. Exactly. Yeah. It's Barnold's. Yeah. He That's not has a restaurant. Food. <laughs> it's just his mini fridge with all his personal snacks. Oh man, very good. Okay, I guess Martha and Ben have to walk through the door too, but they just walk through. They don't kick it. All right, fine. It's still swinging back and forth from when Mariah kicked it, so you don't have to like time it right. But um, okay, great. But you guys walk in as well and play that out for me. Hello. Are we sitting over here? <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to do this really terribly because it's like we just walk in and we sit down. <laughs> Looks like it. So you're going to have your super secret magic meeting up at the bar in the front of the restaurant? I mean, we could, or we could find a booth. I don't know. That makes it more super secret. Mm-hmm. That does. I mean, a booth is objectively more secret. Yeah, booths are our, where all the secrets happen. It, it's the corner mm-hmm. booth, right? Yeah, corner booth. Okay. Oh, no, cool. that's the most secret. Cool, 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 okay. cool, cool. So you all settle in at the secret booth, and... Howdy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Let's I brought Ben. to business. 
Hi, yeah, I noticed. Hi, Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey. Hey, what's up? Um, so I, I filled Are him in all... on uh, everything that we know. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So you know everything and all that? Well, well, not everything, but I do statistically know a lot. That's not what I was asking. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, I know. I was trying to, sorry, it was a, uh-huh. I'm not great at jokes. No, Siobhan. No. He, no, no. pretty good. <laughs> um, Martha's trying to like, oh wait, she just has telepathy. She can just tell Siobhan in her brain, like, no, he does not know about that. Know about what? About you breaking into the goddamn police station. <laughs> I haven't told anyone about that. Oh my god, I thought Alex you, just retconned that you... for us. <laughs> what? No, you definitely told Mariah because yes. oh yeah, when I you did. showed up. I did. You're right, you're right. Sorry, yep, you're you right. You did tell me. I did. Oh wait, I can't chime into a psychic conversation. <laughs> does, does that mean that I know... I'm sorry, I totally did not know this was a psychic conversation. Well, it it became one after I realized it could be, where I could just say, like, no, he does not know. We just have acquired this information. If he doesn't know, like, that's fine, I don't need him to know. About your crimes. Okay. About my (laughs) crimes. That was Addison, Mariah is not psychic. Uh We don't have to be in the psychic space anymore. All I wanted to do was say, no, he's not without Ben. <laughs> you just wanted to establish that little bit of lore. Great. Excellent. Yeah. That is done. Yeah. That's it. Yep. <laughs> so, Ben, what you got? Me? Ben. I'm throwing this all on the GM here. I got Give us everything. I don't, I don't know why you want me to tell you what to do. I have one speaking character in this scene, and it's just, <laughs> you know, the guy you brought along. So. Okay, so. I reached out to some friends on the net, and... And what did your friends say? It's going to take some time to find it, but it looks like there's some stuff floating around about where he's been. Okay. Do you have any, like, leads about that? I mean, I do. Other than I just... just have to wait for them to, like, crystallize. You get me? Um, look. No, I get you, someday, but how long will that take? I don't know. Someday we'll maybe live in a world where the internet connection is super fast and you can be on the phone at the same time, but that's not today. 1996. <laughs> a girl can dream. But in the meantime, I know that it's my Sam guys' last time. I know that their shit is good, and I know they're on top of it. So I, can, I can't promise when, but I can promise I'll have something. So, maybe this is a, a stupid question, but what are you planning on doing once you find him? We're going to tell him to stop the construction over by the park. Or else. Or else. Wait, or else what? I don't know. You said, or, sub- you said or yeah, else. I know, but I thought you had something. No, you, you're the one who said it. I thought you had something. I don't know if just telling him to stop will work. I mean, he seems pretty set on this. He's got or else people he sends out here are going to get hurt. And yeah, like he cares about his die. guys. That sounds like we're well, threatening his people. We are not. No, we are not. But if we tell him, well, like, good luck convincing him of that. Right. Okay. Right. So could we like bring him out to the construction site? 
uh, show him what's going on there? We could honestly, given our our history with this guy, if we try to take him to a second location, he's probably gonna think we're gonna kill him. Okay, so what if it's official park business? Maybe. If I contact him as the director of the Gates of the Arctic National Park and say I'm concerned about the uh, impact that this will have on the part of the park closest to the construction zone, please come out and like take a look at it, then he'll have to come out and see, right? He shouldn't be suspicious of that. I mean, yeah, I think maybe. that's a good that idea. That could work. But then what do we do after? Like, what if he says, oh, this isn't a problem, I'm still building here. Okay, but the point would be to have him come out and see that the trees are eating his shit. That should be enough for him to wake up and say, like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't build here. I mean, would it, though? Maybe it's worth a try. I'm just... So I hate to be this guy, but... Once the mayor stops building, how do we know the trees are going to do anything differently? Because they're just defending themselves right now. Yeah, and what about the next thing they see as a threat? Oh. So then we gotta get to the root of all oh, this sh- evil. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Martha, I'm gonna pretend that was not a joke it was but okay i know it was but i said that's why i said i'm gonna pretend all right i liked it thanks (laughs) nobody likes a kiss up (laughs) (laughs) hey i do (laughs) oh that was me never mind i take it back one person likes (laughs) one person likes a kiss up um yeah so after after that i mean like people are probably still going to be going into the woods. And if, if the trees see any people as a threat, then yeah, we oh my God, yeah. can't really do much. What if some kid climbs a tree and the tree doesn't like it? Sure. But and then the tree, the tree, the yeah, kid. the tree likes the taste of, of human boy because <laughs> they've already tasted it. They've tasted human boy. Um, I, I don't know if it works like that, but Still, it might. Well, you, but we that's just it. We don't. It works. We don't know. So Very I guess true. the the big so, question is how do we find out who or what's behind this? Yeah. So Hawk was saying that magic, right? Because you you said, and and I'm gonna lower my voice so that people don't hear me talking so loud about magic. Hawk said that magic is like a resource right mm-hmm. yeah and that the more people use the resource like the the more things around it take on that kind of i don't know i guess personality or traits of the people using it so what you're saying is you think that someone using magic is really defensive and protective. Yeah, maybe. Maybe like maybe like Phil out there is, is using a whole bunch of like defensive magics to like keep people away from him. And so the trees are like, well, that's the magic that's going on. So what if we 
Because right now, at the moment, because I think he is using so many defensive magics, I'm just thinking back, like, to when you and Hawk got those, like, weird headaches when we got through the forest. Oh, right. Right? That's That was some kind of defensive magic, I'm sure, he was using. Okay, like, okay, not to be so, that person, but you keep saying he, and we don't know. Okay, come on. Just say whoever it, whoever it was. Yeah, thank I you. thought it was pretty clear that it was Phil, but okay, whoever it is out there, who, that's like a defensive sort of thing. They didn't want us coming further into the woods, so yeah. maybe the trees took on that kind of thing, um, that kind of trait. Does that make sense? It does. So. Was that comment about Phil, did Siobhan say that or Andrew say that? Because that changes things. No, that's Siobhan. Okay, I figured. Mm Because you're going to get a reaction there. I figured I would. Okay. Just kind of retreat inward a little bit. Stare at the plate. Pick at the pie. I I honestly don't think that Siobhan notices. Wow. And that makes me and that makes me Andrew feel bad, but I think Siobhan is so focused no, on get this it. and like I get it. just in her own mm-hmm. head right now. Yeah. You did just like um, casually drop the name of like the uh-huh. person who hurt me more than maybe anyone in the entire oh, I, world. Okay. I know. A- Andrew did that on purpose. I know, I know. So maybe what we need to do you can tell it's Siobhan because I do this kind of uh <laughs> radio voice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you like go up a half pitch. Uh, it's good. Yeah, just a little bit. So what we can do maybe is use magic more than whoever it is out there. Sympathetic feedback. Yeah. Create a positive influence on the resource so that anything that taps into it is being effective positively. Yeah. They'll latch on to us and what we're using magic for instead of whatever they're using magic for out there. If we use the magic as like some sort of positive influence instead of a negative one, right? It's like when you were in school and your teacher moved you away from your friend who would always get in trouble because they wanted a good influence on you. Was that just me? No, I definitely <laughs> I definitely got moved away from a couple of my friends, maybe all of them. <laughs> all right, I yeah. um I should go back to the library and wait to hear back from uh from my online guy. Uh call me if you need okay. me, okay? You okay? Um, y- yeah. 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 Okay. She leaves behind uh, half of a piece of pie. Still, very uncharacteristic. I've I've never seen her leave any pie on the plate before. Yeah, me either. You know, let's get it to go box, and we can take it to her later. I'm sure she'll want it. Okay. Yeah. So. Martha, can you do some sort of, like, big, helpful magic? I mean, I don't think I can do it alone, um, but we did that thing a while ago with, um, you know, those plants. Uh, I guess we could try something like that again. We could. We could try that. I mean, we don't really know what you're capable of. For all we know, you could effectively reshape this entire thing on your own. We we 
have no idea what the upper limit of those powers are. Are you willing to find out? I guess so. I mean, I guess I have to. That actually reminds me. Um, I was walking through the woods earlier, and like a few days ago, and I remembered when I was coming up here, and I think I turned invisible? Sorry, you what? I think I turned invisible. I turned invisible. Martha, you- that's incredible. How? So, I don't know. I just, I didn't want the people chasing me to see me, so they didn't. Um, I don't know. That's, it's, yeah, it's probably nothing. Um, no, 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 that's not nothing. <laughs> Let's see what else you can do. I'm going to say that's a button. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I think before you can continue any further on in this conversation, um, actually, Siobhan, you get a call on your radio, which I'm assuming you're still wearing, even though you're not in at the station. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, your radio crackles to life on your hip, and it is Riley's voice, because Riley is the only one at the radio station. Oh, my God. Oh, no, Riley. Oh. Angel. And um, the radio call comes through and says, uh... D- Director O'Shaughnessy? Yeah, I'm here, Riley. What's up? There's somebody in at the office to see you. Oh, um, okay. And that is a button. Oh, well, fine. This episode can <laughs> have two buttons. 